Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, hey, welcome. Good afternoon. Happy Monday. Happy Victory Monday. It's Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Tom will be back tomorrow. So don't worry. It's a uh, it's a one-day special uh, of Joe Beamer here. And uh, I apologize if you can hear the labor going on is that what the the work going on there's hammers there's drills there's a lot of noise around us in the studio today I'll try to talk over it uh, but if you hear something in the background this is me um, apologizing ahead of time now I was going to start with talking about the bills and I'm going to get there talking about how annoying um, you know again if you watch the Sunday night game and I did uh, again Taylor Swift is very popular. I understand that. She's probably the most popular person in America, in the world right now. Okay? I'm not taking away from that. And happy to see her and Travis Kelsey start this relationship. And you can tell they're in the very early phases of their relationship. Remember that? Remember that when you were early on in your relationship and all you wanted to do was spend time with this new person that you were falling for? You remember that, right? I'm like uh, that was a moment to let you remember that. That's where Travis Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift. Is. I'm very happy for them, right? Uh, happy for them. Hope they have a long, successful relationship. And if they don't, hopefully uh, they can move on and continue to have very successful careers, which they both have. But we're not starting there. That's where I was going to start with the Bills. I was going to move on to the Taylor Swift stuff. But that's not where we're starting, because there is something that I have just that has bothered me. For a long time. You've heard me talk about it. These bands that tour around without their original lead singer and still call them the band. I will say this. The one band that does it right, Queen, obviously, we, we um, tragically lost Freddie Mercury 30 years ago. Um, but when they tour, at least they say Queen with and the person doing the lead singing. They've never in my lifetime toured as just Queen. It's Queen with Adam Lambert. All right? They, they, they put it in the title of the show. Foreigner does no such thing. Journey does no such thing. Foreigner, I did not realize Lou Graham was not the lead singer for Foreigner anymore until I went and saw Foreigner. And if I hadn't gotten free tickets from work, I think I would have been very upset. Well, anyway, I was, you know, on, uh, on the site formerly known as Twitter, I just can't say I was on the X. 
I think people might start questioning that, and there might be some complaints given to the station. So on the site formerly known as Twitter, and I saw Lou Graham and his All-Stars are performing in Rochester this weekend. Now, Lou Graham, again, the original lead singer of Foreigner. You know all those great Foreigner songs you hear? He was the one singing. He's not currently touring with Foreigner. Foreigner's on their last tour, by the way. Just if you hadn't heard. So I thought, well, that's interesting. Let's see how much Lou Graham is charging for tickets compared to how much Foreigner without Lou Graham is charging for tickets. And, you know, we'll see where we go from there. Now, again, Lou Graham left Foreigner in 1990. I don't know. Maybe you're not um, familiar with Foreigner's work. Their hits were before 1990, just to, just to put that out there. Lou Graham will be at the Kodak the- uh, Center this weekend. You can get tickets as cheap as $61.45. $61.45, which is a pretty good deal to see Lou Graham and his All-Stars. Foreigner is in Cincinnati, Ohio, the following Saturday. The cheapest ticket right now in Cincinnati, Ohio, $184 to see Foreigner without Lou Graham. I'm sorry I don't get it. I, I just, no offense to Foreigner. I went and saw the Foreigner with the the lead singer that's not Lou Graham. They put a fine show on. You know, I enjoyed myself. I went and saw uh, Journey, right? Journey without Steve Perry. They put a very good show on. I wouldn't have gone to that Journey show if it wasn't for Def Leppard. I I just, and and then I see this, like Lou Graham's doing shows as cheap as $61. A week later, if I want to see Foreigner, it's more than double that. And uh, I just, I don't understand it. And it's something that's always bothered me. And I'm sure there's people yelling at the radio now going, Joe, what the hell are you talking about? It's a continued series of Joe talking about bands that really are cover bands. And that's how I won. It, I wasn't, it wasn't even on my mind 13 minutes ago. But as I was sitting here getting ready for the show, I had my prep all in front of me. I just saw this little tidbit go on my screen that Lou Graham's doing a show in Rochester. And I thought, you know what? The listeners know where I stand on this. I have to make a mention. And there's my mention. That's it. That's, that's all I'm mentioning of it. No texter. We're not doing a repeat show. I just thought, hey, it's a continuation. And when I see stuff like that, I'm going to bring it to your attention. And that's how we're starting the show. Now, to how we really were going to start the show. Let's pretend we're doing we're, we're starting the show. Bum, 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 bum. Hey, happy Victory Monday. Joe Beamer in for Tom Bowerly. Uh, what a game yesterday. And I have to say, this is a Bills team that thrives on doubt. And I love it. This is a team, as we saw the last few seasons, when everyone is picking them, when everyone expects them to at least get to the AFC Championship game, they come up short. This year, not only are people talking about the Bills' window closing, they're talking about the Bills not even being the best team in the AFC East, which, again, only four weeks into the season, we don't know. But but in the offseason, all we were hearing it was, well, the Bills have a real competition now. And the Bills' path is not as clear. 
and the window is closing. You had Sports Illustrated picking the Bills to be a wildcard team in the playoffs. Yet, this week, after Miami put 70 points up on a Denver team that would probably struggle against some college teams. So they were getting all the hype. All the hype was Miami. Miami was doing the trash talking, right? Even their social media doing some trash talking to Buffalo and and Bills Mafia. Well, the Bills really shut up the doubters. But here's the one thing I have to say. Keep doubting. The, the, the Bills do better when you don't believe in them. And we are seeing that week after week after week. Yes, the opening game, let's forget that, right? That was, we'll get the mulligan in November. Let's forget the Monday night game to kick off the season. A lot of, yeah, a lot of hype, a lot of everything going around the surrounding uh, you know, circumstances with all the Aaron Rodgers, and then he gets hurt four plays in. Let's let's forget the first game of the season. This is a Bills team that's out to prove something. The last few seasons, this is a Bills team that's been trying to play to expectations. But when the expectations aren't to where they can actually play, it seems like they're playing better. And I think yesterday was a statement win. Now, there's a few things they need to address, obviously, with Trey White out. And it was a, you hate to see that. And, you know, you just felt so bad for him because he instantly realized what had happened. And you could just see the anger, the sadness, and the pain. Um, So you you just feel awful for Trey White. You really do. I mean, here's a guy that fought to come back. He was getting back to his peak plane and now out with another injury. Again, uh, this is something that Von Miller uh, and a lot of other players are talking about to replace turf with grass. That you would see less of these injuries. Uh, the Bills will have grass in 2026, uh, but for the next few seasons, we'll still be playing on turf at Highmark Stadium. Um, but it's a statement win. And now the Bills go over to London. You've got a 9.30 a.m. kickoff. By the way, there won't be hardline next week. I'm sure no one's surprised by that news. Um, a 9.30 a.m. kickoff against a Jaguars team that won pretty convincingly against the Falcons yesterday. So I've got to ask, with the Bills having a dominant win against a Dolphins team, and all you've heard this week is how good the Dolphins' offense is because they were able to put 70 on Denver. Let me tell you something. I can't wait until Denver comes here on a Monday night. Wait and see. I'm not saying the Bills will put 70 up. I'm saying the Bills could probably put a pretty good show on. Have your expectations changed? Did you think one thing and after four weeks of football, your expectations have already changed? And your conversation, the day after a Bills win, how much of your day conversation on Victory Monday revolves around a Bills win? Let me tell you, it's really all anyone's been texting me about. It's really all we talked about this morning um, when I was here five to nine. It, it, it's, it's really, it, it dictates the, com- the conversation in Western New York. Monday conversations, when the, when the Bills actually play on Sunday, Monday conversations are dictated by what the Bills did or didn't do. How's that looked for you today? Your expectations. And after a game like that, 
Maybe you were one of the many that weren't at the game. By the way, I sold my tickets. I actually watched the game on TV. It was an enjoyable sight watching it on TV, but was there some of me a little upset that I had sold the tickets? Of course. A little bit of me would have liked to press rewind, maybe go in the DeLorean and get those tickets back. Um, But, hey, there's always uh, the next home game. Are you after a game like that on Ticketmaster right away? Are you looking to go to the next game? See what, what the cheapest tickets are for the next three or four home games and see which one you can get in the door the cheapest? Does that take place? Again, I've had season tickets for a long time. So for I, I, for me, I'm not sure of that perspective of, oh, the team's win, the team's really good. Let me see what I can get on the secondary market. So I'd like that. I'd like someone to kind of give me that experience and, and, and tell me what the thought process is after you see a 28-point victory against a team that's supposed to be challenging you for the division. And with the Bills playing at 930, Right, we've got some. Brian was talking about this this morning. We've got some bars that got the special exemption. Uh, I saw Tully's on Transit. They're advertising all around the bar that they'll be open 9 a.m. for the 9:30 Bills game. They have a bunch of specials going on. The kitchen opens at 10:30. Are you doing anything special? Are you going to London? I'd love to talk to you if you're going to London. But are you doing something special for the 9:30 game? Having a breakfast party? going to a bar, going to a viewing party. And what's that game day meal when the Bills play at 9.30 a.m.? I'd be very interested in that. Now, you heard Brian talk about it. I'm sure we'll talk about it as the week goes on. Uh, Brian's having a party, and we'll be there. And I'm excited for that, you know, and he's got everything planned out. Um, there'll be coffee. There'll be, I'm sure there'll be some other beverages, <laughs> <laughs> that you can drink in the morning and watch a football game. Um, I, I like to see people having fun with it. And have thing, have your plans, have you shifted things around? I'm really interested about Sunday. Has your church moved the service to before the game? I've heard of a few doing it. Has the place you go to worship on Sunday, are they doing a special 8 a.m. service? Again, I've heard of, of a few places doing that. Um, I'd be interested. I'd be interested in if that is a place that you go to. If maybe you were part of getting in the ear and saying, "Hey, let's move this service up to eight eight a.m." And I remember as a kid, and this is when the bills were awful. I remember as a kid when we would have a long service, and you know, twelve thirty would roll around, and I'd be tapping my foot on the floor. You know, of course, my parents would say, yeah, "Be quiet." Um, I, I got that a lot in church. You know, Joe, be quiet. Um, but I remember, you know, a longer service and I, I, I'm, 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 I grew up Presbyterian, so we didn't really have long services. It wasn't an every week thing. Usually we'd be out on time at noon, but you know, when you do communion once a month, instead of every week, the communion service usually takes about an extra 15 to 20 minutes. So when you're used to being home by 1215 and you're still sitting in the pew at 1220, and it's a 1 o'clock kickoff, you know, 13, 14-year-old Joe Beamer's getting a little antsy. Like, are we going to, can we get going? Can we get, can we get moving? Um, again, that's growing up as Presbyterian when we're not used to longer services. Our worship is an hour or less. 
Um, so, I'm, I, I, like I said, I've heard of a few places doing that. Um, but I'm not sure. Maybe your place of worship is 8030930, star 930. Any good ideas for a morning Bills game? But I'm, I'm very interested in how your expectations change game by game. Is the Dolphins win a expectation-changing victory? For me, it 100% is. Because as I said on David Bellavia's show, Friday in the 130 segment, I told David, I think the Bills squeak out a victory 34-31. They did a lot more than squeak out a victory. For six drives, it was boom, 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 boom. And then the Bills said, all right, we're done playing around. This is our game. And I loved seeing it. But that's a lot better of an offense than I was expecting to see. And an even better, obviously, a better defense than I was expecting to see. So my expectations have definitely changed. You know, I'm sitting there yesterday hoping for a squeaked out victory so they could be leading the division. Now I'm thinking, okay, Miami is not the challenge to the Bills that we thought. The Bears are who we thought they were. The Dolphins are not. And now I think it's reasonable to expect the Buffalo Bills to repeat again as AFC East champions. And I also think it's reasonable, even after four weeks, the way this offense is clicking without any kind of major injury, I think it's reasonable to think the Buffalo Bills will be in the AFC championship game. And you might be saying, Joe, you're a homer. How can you say that four weeks in? Again, Let's put it in perspective. I'm also, after Virginia Tech beat a very bad Pittsburgh team, thinking that the Hokies are going to go 6-6, six and six, right? Which a lot of people would say I'm crazy. So, yes, I do have a bit of a bias when I'm talking about my teams. But I think after yesterday, again, the beginning of the season, the Dolphins were the challenge. The Dolphins were the challenge to the Bills. And the, and, and the Jets, because of Aaron Rodgers, and unfortunately for the Jets, and unfortunately for any football fan, you don't want to see someone out for the season, even if you can't stand the Jets, I think it's unfortunate to any football fan that Aaron Rodgers is out for the season. It is unfortunate. It's sad. I wish it wasn't that way. I wish the Jets were the challenge they were supposed to be. But without Aaron Rodgers, I don't think you can say, even though the Jets beat the Bills, that the Jets are going to challenge the Bills for the AFC East. So I think it's reasonable to say the Bills will win the division again. And I think it's reasonable after yesterday to say the Bills should be in the AFC Championship game. And after the way Kansas City played last night, is it crazy to say the Bills? I don't, again, I'm not setting my expectations to Super Bowl appearance, but after yesterday, and again, this changes week by week. If they lose next week to Jacksonville, we're going to have a different conversation on Monday. But after yesterday, I think my, I think it, I'm quite reasonable to have expectations of a division win and an AFC Championship appearance. What about you? 803-0930, star 930. Am I way off? Um, and again, how are you approaching the 930 game? Like I said, sorry, spoiler, uh, Hardline will not be on next week, but I'll make it up to you in the following week, I promise. Uh, Hardline not on next week. A lot of things either either being moved around, um, being, you know, um, I, don't, I don't want to say canceled, but being moved around. Let's say that. We're seeing a lot of things moved around. Some bars are opening. Maybe you... 
work at that bar. Maybe you own that bar. Give us your perspective. Did you get the exemption? Are you opening early for a 930 Bills game? And what kind of business are you expecting at 930 on a Sunday for a uh, London Bills game? 803-0930, star 930. Lots of other stuff to get into. Believe me, we will not spend the whole show on the Bills. I promise you that on WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good pickup. That's what we were talking about. Little foreigner. You can see Lou Graham in Rochester this weekend for under $70. That's the voice you're hearing on that recording right there. Just sorry. I know. I said I wasn't going to go back to it, and I went back to it. It is Beamer in for Bowerly here on a Monday. I'm in a goofy mood today. You ever just wake up in a goofy mood? You know, it's... You're yourself, but you just, you're just in a goofy mood, you know? I don't know, maybe I wake up, maybe people think I wake up like that every day. But today, just a little, just a little goofy mood. I, I don't know how to explain it, um, but that's the mood I'm in. 803-0930, star 930, asking your expectations after yesterday's Bill's victory and any interesting plans for the 930 kickoff uh, on Sunday. Also, so the, the Jacksonville Jaguars are already in London. They played a game yesterday against the Falcons. Anyone with kids or grandkids watch the Toy Story game cast? 
that ESPN was was doing as an alternate feed. No lie, and I hate to throw people under the bus. I came in here yesterday for Hardline. And there were two guys from GR watching the Toy Story feed in the newsroom. And hey, I mean, they were enjoying it. That's great. But, you know, I'm sure my nephew, who's two, I know he enjoyed watching it. Okay, in two years, I will watch that with my son, of course. It's a great idea. And hopefully in two years, it's a little more actually synced up with the real broadcast. Because I did talk to a few people already who, who watched it with, uh, with their kids. And it was, you know, at the beginning, kind of lagging um, behind the traditional feed. They missed a few plays. But by the end, I mean, and this is just how good technology has become. In the end, it really was synced up with the real game. So, I mean, it, it's a fun way for, uh, for kids to get into football and something for, you know, kids to watch. Because until a certain age, you know, it's difficult to, ha- to get a child to sit through an entire whatever game, sporting event, um, whatever it is. So it's nice that they have, you know, something that, you know, oh, this is in the form of a movie I like. You know, I, I, I think that's cool. And if they can do it and um, it can be something that can you can follow along and develop a love. I mean, I, as if you haven't picked up on it, I love sports. I mean, that's just, I've always loved sports. My my dad loves sports. You know, I mean, I just, I, I, was, I was born into this sports-loving person that I, that I am. And I, I, I want my son... And if he doesn't, I will respect that, of course. But I want my son to also love watching football and baseball and hockey and you know and basketball and uh, you know any sport he wants to watch. I, I I hope I can pass that along. And with stuff like this, like the Toy Story game, if that you know gets them into understanding sports at a young age, hey, I think that's awesome. Um, something else that was going on in football. So those topics are open at eight hundred three hundred nine thirty star nine thirty. And this is something that David, I know, talked about in the noon hour. So you're probably like, Joe, do you have to talk about it too? But, you know, I mean, come on. Did you think I wasn't going to talk about the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing? Now, like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm happy for them, whatever. I, you know, it's two people and they're trying this thing that we've all tried uh, called love. Like that, like how I put that, I should write songs. Um, Hey, and like I said, they're obviously in the early stage of their relationship, you know, that stage where you want to be with each other all the time. Um, you know, <laughs> like I said, the early stages of any of any relationship. But it's getting to the point of ridiculous. And let me say this. I think anything that brings in more fans to the NFL, that's great. Welcome. But, you know, I know a lot of women who are diehard football fans. I know a lot of women that know a lot more about football than I do. So I think it's kind of ridiculous. Some of these people that are saying, oh, Travis Kelsey is making football watchable for women. Like, number one, I I think that's kind of insulting um, to women, right? I mean, oh, they need Taylor Swift to be dating someone for them to get into football. Like, that's kind of insulting. Um, again, like I said, and and and. I think if you live in Buffalo, you know, I mean, there's a lot of women that are really into football and probably know more, like I said, more than I do about football. So this this idea that Taylor Swift is making 
football more friendly for for women. I just I, I reject that. But I also don't understand if you've never watched football before. Okay, if you're not a football fan, and that's fine. I know we have a few listening um, because they text in and say, Joe, move on to something else. But if you've never watched football before, I just don't understand the, 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 the mindset of, oh, Taylor Swift, this person whose music I really like, is dating a player and she's going to be at the game. I think I'll watch the game now. I just, I don't, do they think she's going to break out into concert at halftime? Like, I just don't understand why now, oh, Taylor Swift is there. I have to watch the game. I, I just don't get that. I, I, and I, it's, not, it's not resulting in numbers. According to TMZ, last night's Sunday night game was down 4 million viewers from the week before. And by the way, the week before, they were on Fox. It was a split coverage game. Last night, they were on NBC. The whole nation sees it. And it had 4 million less viewers. Again, I wish them nothing but the best. You know? Hopefully it works out for them. But does it need to be the talking... And, and I love Carson Daly, okay? I grew up watching TRL, Total Request Live. I mean, it defined afternoons um, for years. It actually was probably the last decent show. I mean, and this is coming from someone who watches Jersey Shore, so take that as... It was probably the last really good show that MTV had that actually had to do with music, Okay? So, nothing against Carson Daly. But the explaining the Chiefs-Jets matchup, telling them welcome to New York, which is misleading because they play in New Jersey. Like, that's just, it's a little much. And again, I'll go back to, are you really flipping the game on for the camera to show Taylor Swift every time the Chiefs do something? I mean, the first Chiefs touchdown. The first Chiefs touchdown was by the running back, who is from New Jersey. He was playing in his home state. That should have been the talking point. Instead, they panned to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's not dating the running back. She's dating Travis Kelsey, who, by the way, did not have a touchdown last night. Interesting point. Like, the the running back from New Jersey scores a touchdown. His name is escaping me now, Tanner, and that's why I'm... Isaiah Pacheco. Thank you, Isaiah Pacheco. As you could see, I was, I was, I knew it. It was on the tip of my tongue because I, I almost bet anytime touchdown score, and I didn't because I don't bet. But if I was a betting person, I would, I would have placed that bet. Isaiah Pacheco from New Jersey, from New Jersey, has nothing to do with Taylor Swift except he plays on the same team as her boyfriend. And instead of talking about, oh, what a great moment this must be, scoring a touchdown in his home state. They show Taylor Swift high-fiving Blake Lively and uh, Ryan Reynolds. I just, I thought that was a little ridiculous. Tanner, did you have this, the same thought? What were you thinking when that, uh, when that happened? I mean, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like, we don't need to see Taylor Swift every five seconds. But you know the <laughs> NFL and their infinite greed, I'm sure they view Taylor Swift as a marketing tool more than anything, even though it may or may not be working. As many times as they can shoehorn her into the broadcast, they're going to do it just to tap into that uh, that untapped potential with the market. There. But how long is that going to last? I mean, really, how long is that? Because eventually it's going to get stale for everyone, including the Swifties. Do you see what the uh, the NFL put in their their bio, like their Twitter and Instagram oh. bio? Like the Chiefs are two and zero with Swifties now, and they immediately took it out. So the backlash has already started. Yes, yes, and, and and again, this is coming from someone who, 
admittedly likes Taylor Swift's music. I, 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 all right, I thought her. I thought the album 1989 was a great pop album. I might have a few of the songs on my workout playlist. Be as it may, this is just a little too much. And by the way, Josh Allen is also uh, dating a um, musician and actress who was at the game yesterday. Now, I didn't go yesterday. I was watching on TV. Tanner, if I'm not mistaken, zero times they mentioned Haley Steinfeld being at the Bills game. Not that I can recall, nor is it mentioned on the Bills radio broadcast either because I was producing the game (laughs) over in GR, and there's not a single mention. Exactly, exactly. The only reason I know that, that she was in town, is because the New York Post posted that she was uh, with Josh Allen's mom on Saturday in East Aurora. So that was... and. By the way, they've been dating longer than Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, just for people to, to know. I, I, I just, after a while, it's a cute story. And I'm all for, hey, I like The Bachelor, okay? So I like a good love story, a cute love story. And I was fine within the pregame, them mentioning it, and even mentioning it, you know, in the opening of the game. But every time the Chiefs did something, we had to see what Taylor Swift was, how Taylor Swift was reacting to it. I just... I think we're getting a little sick of it. And again, I wish them nothing but the best. But I'm going to tell you this right now. When the Bills travel down there in December, if she's at the game, which fine, hopefully she is, I I really don't want the game to be defined by Taylor Swift being at the Bills-Chiefs game. You know what I mean? Like, it's a fun story when they're playing the Bears. (laughs) It's annoying once they're actually playing competitive games, which they did last night. And you wonder, you wonder if the Chiefs keep squeaking by teams like the Jets, again, knowing the Bills lost, uh, teams like the Jets, is the team going to get a little annoyed at it? Saying, we need the focus to be back on what's going on in the field. You know, our schedule is turning from the Bears, and now we have to play, you know, teams like the Bills. Like, is it time to maybe focus back on football? You wonder if they have another game like last night where, you know, Patrick Mahomes played a great first quarter and then disappeared. Uh, you wonder if that if that kind of conversation is going to happen in the locker room. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but that's my take on football Sunday and everything that happened. And I'll take your calls at 803-0930, star 930. Has your expe- have your expectations changed after yesterday's big win Are you expecting more now after only four weeks? Or are you listening to this saying, Joe, you're you're crazy. Um, You can't can't change your expectations after four games, especially after that Jets loss that's still lingering. Okay, maybe I am. And like I said, a week from today, I could be saying something completely different. I I have a really good feeling, and I, I hope the doubters... And the non-believers keep doubting and non-believing because this team thrives when people are ca- when people are calling them an underdog. Yes, I realize Vegas didn't call them an underdog yesterday, but a lot of the commentators, a lot of the people who quote know it all, uh, were counting the Bills out after um, Miami's big win against Denver. So all that's on the table. Uh, your thoughts on Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, which. By the way, we're going to get to again in a different way because there is a ridiculous opinion piece in the Washington Post. I mean, ridiculous opinion piece. Like, I should probably just go into it now since we're talking about it. But I had other things that I wanted to talk about. 
But there is an, it's a crazy opinion piece in the Washington Post that has to do with Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, and Donald Trump. And that's what we call a tease. We'll get to it later. It's it's crazy. I, I mean, this is why people don't read newspapers. And we'll get to that later in the show. However, I do want to move on. And there are a few things that I want to get to. And I'm debating what we do next. But I think for this next one, I'm going to keep it local. Um, because this is something that kind of we were talking about at the beginning of the summer. And it flew under the radar. But, yet, uh, but over the weekend, the Buffalo News, the newspaper for Buffalo, New York, printed its final local paper. And now the local paper is being printed in Cleveland, Ohio. Now, yes, this is a story that we addressed when, the, when it broke. Um, and there were a lot of question marks about you know, other publications that are printed at this printing press. But now it's official. If you had a Buffalo News this morning, it was printed in Cleveland, Ohio. Now, the Buffalo News has already been, um, I mean, look through a copy of the Buffalo News, right? And again, I have the luxury of we have Buffalo News copies in the newsroom because if you just walk into a gas station and try to buy a Buffalo News, it is $3 for what might be the thinnest newspaper offering in the United States. I'm not sure. There there are, remember the penny savers, they would call it? You know, the free paper they would throw at your door on, on Saturdays? There are penny savers that has that that seemingly have more paper. Now, they might not have more content, but have more paper than the Buffalo News. So the Buffalo News, no longer printed in Buffalo. And if you look through it, if you read through it, a lot of stuff from the New York Times, the Washington Post, the AP, less and less local content. And I just have to ask you, the Buffalo News not being printed in Buffalo, New York, does that impact your opinion of the Buffalo News, of the newspaper? Like if you're looking for a local source, do you not want... Something that is, I don't know, produced locally. Or does that not mean anything to you? Like the fact that they still have their sports section, they still have some local content. Is that enough? Because oh, maybe that doesn't bother you that, you know, if there's a bad snowstorm, the paper might not get to Western New York. But... What about the 130 jobs that were just eliminated Saturday night? And it's, it's interesting. I don't hear any politicians calling out the Buffalo News for eliminating 130 jobs. Where are the people that called out New Era? Where are the people that stand with the union workers? Where are they? Why aren't they, why aren't they uh, standing up to the Buffalo News? Why weren't they there Saturday night demanding the Buffalo News keep these jobs, keep the, the paper printed locally? What's different from the Buffalo News than New Era? Anyone else interested by that? Anyone else notice there was no outcry for these 130 people 
that are now unemployed? You think it might have something to do with who the Buffalo News is favorable to in their articles? Their opinion pieces? You think they're going to go after the Buffalo News when the Buffalo News writes a lot of nice things about them? Probably not. And we're seeing that. We're seeing that. But I think it's a sad day. I, I really think as much as much as I complain about the Buffalo News, it was my first job, by the way, delivering the Buffalo News. As much as I complain about it, I think it's a, a real sad day that the major newspaper in Buffalo that has whittled away local content more and more is now not even produced in Buffalo. The Buffalo News is responsible for 130 people being unemployed this morning. It's a major story. You look around the internet and it's just a blurb here and there. But it's a major story. It's a major impact. And again, I make we make fun of newspapers all the time. Right? I mean, I remember when we had the news opens that you can wait till tomorrow morning to get your news or get it live at the top and bottom of every hour, which is still true. But we can't deny that. I mean, a, the newspaper is still a source of news that a lot of people depend on. And there are still people who in the morning want to have that newspaper with their cup of coffee. And yes, I understand that Buffalo is not a big city. I'm reminded of that uh, on a regular basis working in the media here. But I think it's sad when the major publication, the Buffalo News, and, and no matter who you are, you've had the Buffalo News has either, you either you know, delivered papers for the Buffalo News at one point. You used to cut coupons out of the Buffalo News. Maybe you were like me when the Sabres had their playoff run. You would take the front page of the sports section and hang them up in your room. But most people listening to my voice at some point had a connection to the Buffalo News or were a regular reader of the Buffalo News or at least on Bill's Sunday would grab that sports section to see the depth chart. And now today, you look at that paper and it's not rare that the front page wouldn't even be filled up with local stories. It's a good chance if you pick up the paper on any day that ends in Y, there will be more national stories written from the New York Times or the Washington Post on the front page than something local. And now when you pick up that paper, you know it's made the travel across Lake Erie. I know they take the throughway, but you get what I'm saying. So I want to know at 803 star 930, does this change any opinion you had of the Buffalo News? Is it less local now because it's being printed in Cleveland? Or has that ship already sailed? Has it, has it continuously been less and less local? And the 130 unemployed people, thanks to the Buffalo News, you know, I, like I said, that kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth. These people all lost their jobs like that. 
And unfortunately, because the Buffalo News, the local stuff they do do, (laughs) the local stuff they do, especially with the editorial, is favorable to a lot of politicians in the area, so they won't stand up and call it the Buffalo News for eliminating 130 jobs. Your thoughts, 803 star 930. Are you one of the 130 that were laid off over the weekend by the Buffalo News? Like to talk to you as well. Joe Beamer in for Tom Bowerly here on News Radio 930, WBEM. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.